Hallelujah. Greetings from Dubai. Uh, before I say much, my wife is around. Um, so I, I told her to come and say hi. Some of you think I'm single. I'm married and not on Facebook. So allow me to invite her to come and say hi to you. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Uh, it's good to be back. Um, you all look wonderful. Uh, it's been a while. It's been a while. I've missed you too. Uh, so I've just been told to say hi. So today it's just hi. Amen. So the, this one does not give me sleepless nights. This one, I oversleep when she's around. She's an amazing woman. Yeah. A mother, a mother of two boys and one girl. I'm one of the boys. And one girl, and, and you know, it's such a, it's a blessing. Her name is Claudia Kahora Kabi. So she's having a meeting up there praying for me. So God bless you. You're looking amazing. Amen. So the Tanzanian team, we thank God for you. May God bless you. Kariboni na mujisi kama... Mujisi ya kwa mamshafka nyumbani. Tunashukuru Mungu sana ni kwa sababu ya ibada ambayo umeweza kutupatia ibada ya sifa na maabuduo. Ah. Nilikuwa nilikuwa na watazama kwenye simu yangu ya rungungu. Na kabisa nikasikia ninajongelea karibu na maserafi na makerubi. Uwepo wa Bwana ulikuwa umeshuka. Manukato ya sifa yalikuwa kweli. So tu tuwashukuru tu, tu sana warokore hawa kutoka Tanzania. Hallelujah. Amen. You can have our seats. Thank you very much. And we can also have our seats. Amen. It's such a joy to be back. I have around 55 minutes. And I want to believe we can do a crash program. Is that okay? Uh, today is Easter Thursday or Easter, you know, the Easter festival is here. And um, the lawyers must go home. <laughs> and we are still waiting to see whether their Jesus will die for them. We have a Jesus in Luya land, but today he hired the services of the police just in case Judas shows up. You know, actually someone shared with me a very powerful insight that Jesus walked with his disciples so closely that they even reached a place where they became so familiar or so alike 
that the soldiers needed a man to betray him lest they arrest Peter. Because it was hard to differentiate between Jesus and the eleven. That is how close they had walked to a point that Peter is talking and they say this man must have been with Jesus because he even talks like him. And that level of engagement is intimacy. Someone told me when you stay with your wife for long, you begin to look together. Because there is something deeper than just staying together. So allow me to handle the topic today. Genesis chapter number 3 and verse 15. Can we do a crash program? Kabuda, praise the Lord. I'm happy to see you. Amen. That is true, the mentorship cohort one. The founders. Kabuda fasted for the first time in truth. Alimaliza two days without food. Akasema, pastor kuna mungu. Kasema mimi sijai yomba. Nikakaa bila food one day. Ini day two. Nasijanguka, nasijafanya kitu. Mungu yuko. And we bless God for such testimonies. And they used to have a team called the Kiambu team. And right now I think the last one is getting married soon. They, they walk together. Came as singles. Now they are families. Oh my goodness. And that fire is still here. The Bible says, And I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your seed and her seed. He shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. So there is a prophetic announcement. This is after the Lord has announced judgment over Satan. And there is a decree of an enmity that shall exist between the two seeds. He says I will put enmity between you and the woman. That is the first. And between your seed and her seed. Now, biology will tell you that women have no seed. So this is a very, what we might call, it is a prophetic language. And then the Bible says, he shall. So we already know the seed is a he. And that seed will come through the channels of a woman. So now, this one launched out a pattern of attacks over everything that women who look like they had ordinances gave birth to. Now, God never shared the time frame. And you see in Genesis, the devil is introduced as a serpent. Now, we need to stay to that metaphorical connotation. The book of Genesis is a metaphorical book, meaning that when you read it literally, you won't get anything. The creation story, chapter 1 and chapter 2, uh, when you read it literally with grammar, you won't get it. Because the essence of metaphor is so that you can dig deep to get the matter. And the Bible says in Proverbs, it is the joy of a king to conceal a matter. So that now, them that searches the matter can have it revealed. So the book of Genesis is one of the most misunderstood books. And it is intentional because it talks about the origin of the devil. And the book of Revelation is another most misunderstood because it talks about the end of the devil. Now we begin to get here very clearly. If you are the devil and someone has written about you and given you the character of a serpent or a snake. And then in that metaphorical language... The person continues and says, I will raise a seed that will step on your head. 
You know the way to kill a snake is not to cut the tail, is to crush the head. So already there is a conversation of judgment. Because when you step on the head of the serpent, you are actually taking life out of the serpent. Now the devil in his sovereignty is announcing judgment over Lucifer. And he has given him the character of a snake. And, and, and now he begins to use the metaphorical language of existence. And you shall eat the dust uh, of the ground and all that. But let's deal with the snake. So now there is a seed that is supposed to come and take care of the serpent. And that is the first time when the devil began to, to distort the essence of sex. Because the only way the channel of entry of any seed is by birth. And the only way something can enter the earth by the verdict of birth is by conception. And the only way to attack conception is to pervert sex. Today is going to be deep. This is beyond affection. This is an Asian tool in the hand of the enemy. And so now beginning from Genesis, when you begin to do what we call systematic theology and locate every seed that looked like it had potency of becoming the he that will crash on the head of the serpent, there was attack. Are we together? So now we move from here and out of this prophecy, two children are born, Cain and Abel. And the enemy is very strategic to deal with Abel. Because there was an ordination upon Abel. So if peradventure Abel becomes the seed, then there must be a problem. So i rather deal with the seed before the seed deals with me. And so now Abel is killed by Cain. But later, at the end of Genesis chapter number 4, we begin to see another seed is brought forth. And that is Genesis chapter number 4 verse 25. Abel is dead. And Adam knew his wife again. And bore a son and named him Seth. So another seed has come on the picture. For God has appointed another seed for me. Instead of Abel whom Cain killed. The channel of ushering the seed is by the channel of birth. And the only way a seed can enter is by the avenue of sex. Now the Lord must command Adam to know his wife. That word there know is not a language of study. It's a language of intimacy. When the Bible says, and them that know their God, it is not cramming scripture. It's cramming encounters. There is a knowing that is not psychological. There is a knowing that is a conviction. The Bible says, them that know their God, they shall do exploits and be mighty in the land. Some versions say they will know what to do because Daniel writes in a time of heightened persecution. So he's saying, them that have entered a level of intimacy with God, they will know the actions to take in the season of persecution. So when you see this language is not I know you, you know me. It's intimacy. And so Seth was born. Look at 26. Something happened. And what happened? 
And as for Seth to him also, a son was born and named him Enosh. The men began to call on the name of the Lord. That name called because in the whole chapter, we are given the generation of Cain. And in the days of Cain, men never called upon the name of the Lord. Men were building cities. Men were pioneering secular music. Men were coming up with agriculture and tools and elements of production. Men were coming up with perverted order of marriage because the first polygamous marriage is in the generation of Cain. And, and, and when you study Genesis 4, it's a whole civilization. I'm waiting for you guys to mature so that we can handle some of this civilization. You, you know, you don't give solid food to children. It will choke them. And they might even vomit what they had eaten. It is not healthy. Even for a child, you begin with mnyonyi. And then you go to the cup. So there are people who need doses before they mature to taking gallops. This is a whole, and, and by the way, you study Genesis 4, you will understand where the world is and the concept of atheism. Because when man walks in sufficiency, man begins to feel he does not need God. Man, you give man house, give man food, give man security, give man insurance and protection. That man on Sunday at a t-shirt ya Chicago blues na atembeze chihuahua kwa estate. Then when COVID comes, that man will look for God. I was listening to someone today and he said, church has become a hospital where we have more sick men and it is good. But you must move the church from hospital to family and move the church from family to army. So there are people who come to church because their motivational dose has gone down. So pastors are like drug dealers. We come with a motivational dose and we give you for one month. So when it goes down, you come hungry and empty. Then you get the dose and go out. We need to move you from members to armies. Hallelujah. So the whole of Genesis 4 is, this is the foundation of what we call the, the, the the, the civilization of what we call advanced nation. <clears throat> and, and the reason why these people are pioneering everything. Someone sent me a, a list whereby you need to apply your gender. And he saw there are more than 72 gender types. Yeah, and, and he's like, Pastor, the world is coming to an end. I said, no. The West is just confused. We are very sober. Don't take the confusion of the West. The West is only around 15% of the total globe. We cannot afford a percentage of confused men to make it look like it is a global as crisis. So when I was in Dubai and, and those nations, I discovered their homosexuality is, is, is criminal. In Qatar, in Saudi Arabia, you identify you are killed. That's the law. I've never seen sanctions on Saudi Arabia. So that tells you the West is muscling powers with us. Uganda makes a law and they go live on TV and begin to rebuke a small nation that does not even have an ocean attached to it. But, but they cannot even attack Qatar because they do business with Qatar. That is one of their biggest oil business partners. So this is what we call seclusive, seclusive advocacy and seclusive justice. 
so that minority of nations are subjected under, under colonialism and major nations, Saudi Arabia, no nation in the Gulf has faced any sanction. And their laws are against LGBTQ. To the letter. A small nation like Kenya, you just adjust your laws because of your values. And, and the whole of the West is making noise. I think we need to look east. <laughs> Hallelujah! Yeah! Someone told me Babylon is falling and I'm waiting. <laughs> By the way, guys, please love Kenya. We are so blessed. Are uh, uh, so blessed. The more you travel, the more you know you can't mess up this nation. Please let me give you a secret. Invest in Kenya. Then go and see other nations. Then come back and appreciate how good your nation is. Someone told me, you are so lucky you came here. Sometimes the temperatures goes to 50 degrees. I said 50. I said, hey, Kenya Kikiumana ni 32. 50. Yeah. 50. I said, what? Okay, let, let's take. Some nations you go, they are dealing with negative 3. You are vibrating like you are dancing OT. No. <laughs> Tell your neighbor we have a blessed nation. And we need to build it. Are you kidding me? Yes, we need to build it to look like other nations. And we are not building it from outside. So now, this is a whole civilization. Are you getting it? Yes, the, I, I've, been, I've been trying to teach on this civilization. But every time I want to launch, I feel not yet. Because there are five of them. <laughs> there are five. There are five. The, 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 the Cain, the Greek, the Egypt. If we begin Egypt, it might take a whole year. We were with the prophet in Dubai. And one of the centers, we were, we were going to church. And we saw one building. One is called the obelisk. Is it there? The obelisk. And they have called it the building, the obelisk. Next to it is a pyramid. And I was told this is the biggest mall. So I check outside, I see the images of all the gods of Egypt. I told them, this is not a mall, this is a portal. You, you can't build a structure and call it the obelisk. It's the same thing you find in, in America. Where, where that's, that's what marks America. So, so these are spiritual... You, you remember there's a time they were talking about Nairobi was designed by Freemasons? It's not a lie. There are places in this town you can't do business until you understand the coordinates in the spirit. I won't tell you right now on TV, but it is there. There are territories that have been marked. And one day the Lord introduced a church there for lunch hours. It died. Today is a, is a casino that is there. So if you are doing business there, you are selling shoes. <laughs> you can't survive if your altar is not on fire. Because their men are not selling products. Their men are backed up by a system called spiritual. In the airport we saw some men wearing things like towels. Umefunga no mevaju. And the Holy Ghost told me these are rituals. A man is willing to walk in airport in slippers and towels. Because he's trying to pursue a certain spiritual power. I, I said our problem is casualness with our spiritual order. You're in the aeroplane and they're asking you, are you a Muslim? Are you fasting? I said, my goodness, that their faith is known even in the aeroplane. They know these men are fasting. They are not in the season of eating. 
and when their hour comes they announce it's time of iftar time for you guys to eat according to the watch don't feel guilty i said when will our faith be public that when we walk people know this one is a believer and that is the problem we are we are students we have we have what we call spiritual elites but they are not practitioners now that's the challenge we don't practice a man can wear something like a towel and there were many and i saw and i felt these are demonic unity they were walking in slippers say jesus there is a level you reach and you know things move when altars are activated and that's why we cannot be casual one of the lessons i've learned is that we don't have a prayer issue that's not our issue praying vibration ah, that one tick we have an implementation and practicing issue can i ask you a very simple question how many of you here are faithful tithers simple faithful the problem now there is you know but you're not a practitioner now in that level forget some dimensions of success you don't have a prayer issue because there are doors that don't open because you are praying there are doors that are activated by principle they say in Kenya only 30%, around 30. And now you know today, nowadays people have an opinion about their money. And me, I can't take to church. I take to Pastor T. Who? I'd rather go and give the poor. Now listen, I didn't write the Bible. I didn't write the blessings of tithing. God calls the giving of the poor alms. So you can't baptize your tithe and, 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 and tell God this tithe, I want to give it as tithe to the poor. The Lord will look at you and give you the blessing of arms. But matters tithing, the door of the devourer is open. And attacks become your portion. And you begin to say, Nyotayangui may be one. No. <laughs> now, are we talking? <laughs> These are some of the challenges. And I believe we, we will move from just being students of scriptures to practitioners. That is what will save us. That is what will deliver Africa. When you look at the manuals of the globe, which makes men prosper, is this Bible. Majority of the concepts are tied up in the old. People have mastered them as principles and they follow them to the letter and they are the ones employing you as an intercessor. Yet they are using your manual. They are drunkards, but they have understood there are things that move by prayer, but there are things that move by action and discipline. Okay, let me stick to my message. Hallelujah. Yes. So tell your neighbor Seth. So the whole of Genesis 4 is a civilization. A system of life. And one thing you need to know. When God came he brought the kingdom of darkness and kingdom of light. So you must understand the civilization of light. And the civilization of light is number one dependency on the Holy Ghost. He is the lecturer of this civilization. That's why Jesus said, I leave you with a helper. He said, and you will know you have the helper when you speak in tongues. So speaking in tongues is evidence he's there. Now begin to know why he's there. So for us, our end goal is tongues. There is, tongues is the assurance he's there. But it's not 100%. He can leave you with tongues. There is a fellowship of keeping him. <laughs> so, so many of us are excited. I pray in tongues. Now you need to understand tongues is the activator. It is not the end goal. Are we together? 
And it is the Holy Spirit that now ushers men to the civilization of light. So it is a contention of two kingdoms, darkness and light. Darkness, if you want to understand the psychology of the globe, how the world thinks, you must study Babylon, study Egypt, study Greek, study Rome, study Cade, you will know how the world thinks. If you want to understand the psychology of politics, go and study Babylon. They are the fathers of democracy. So, if, when we are praying for government, it is not founded on the civilization of the Holy Ghost. It is founded on the principles of Babylon. And once in a while, they will arise in a Babylonian system and say, we cannot shake hands. So, even our prayers need to be informed. Yeah, it, okay, I'm not speaking bad, it's true. I had one say, I don't even want to shake your hand. The other one said, even me, even yours, I never asked you to give me your hand. Because in Babylon, power is guarded. And power is celebrated. That's Babylon. In kingdom, power is available. Here, it is the least that are lifted. Yes. Oh, pastor, so you think those who are in power were not taken there by the Lord. They were taken by God. Because even Nebuchadnezzar, God told him, you are the king. <laughs> no man can sit on a throne to rule men unless God permits him. Even dictators. Yes. And God sometimes gives men men according to their heart. Yeah, because if he gives you his man, you will, you will crucify him. Yes, you will say, this thief is good. He's ours. Yeah. Yeah. Seth. <sighs> Someone asked me, Pastor, are you praying for Kenya? I said, no. He told me why. I said, I need to know why I'm praying. So you're not praying for Mandamano? I said, I need to know where they came from. Then when I knew, I began to pray. <laughs> and they are no longer there. Because we don't pray as reactions of emotions. It is revelation. Let's not go to politics because the church is not mature to handle kingdom politics. So let's... <laughs> Someone even told me, I'm unfollowing you. You look like you're supporting the government in power. I said, it's the Bible. The Bible says you pray for them that are in power. Yeah. Me, I'm a, you, you, you are not a student of Bible. Which one do you read? It says you pray for them that are in power. Even those are in position, they're in power. You pray for all of them. That's our role. But I cannot come here and tell you, vote this side and vote. No, 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 that, that one is going too much. Even some of my pastors are on the other side. Sikuya manda manual kwa mefraizana. Yes. So you see it now. <laughs> and they are born again and they pray in the Holy Ghost. And some of them see in the spirit. You see how Babylon is powerful. Oh, let's come to this matter. Somebody says, Seth. When you talk matters revival. No matter which civilization is there, there must be a bathing of a set. There, there must be a generation 
that will begin to call men back to the living God. Because civilizations fall. Money collapses. Right now there is a narrative that dollar might fall. Yeah. Money will fail. But at the end of the day there is a generation that seeks something more than money. And the Bible says, and that generation, men began. The name there call is to pray. And the other name there is to evangelize. Men began to evangelize. And after this generation, you now go to Genesis 5. And Genesis 5 is a whole genealogy because the function of Genesis 5 is to introduce us to a man by the name of Noah. That is the essence of that genealogy. <laughs> Are we ready for that? Look at Genesis 5 um, from verse 25. We begin from Medusella. Medusella lived 187 years and begot Lamech. The only thing that could be recorded about this man is the child he gave birth to. What a waste of time. One sentence. Okay. Look at 26. After he begot Lamech, Medusella lived. 780 and had sons and daughters. You mean all your life, nothing godly, just breeding. I know that cannot be your story. That the only thing we can attach is you bought a Subaru. Nothing. The Bible says one day they were introducing Mary. And they said, Which Mary? They said, The one that poured oil. On the feet of Jesus. Without Mary. Yani your name can bear an assignment. That was connected to God. That is how you need to be introduced. After he be. So all the days of. Okay leave Medusella alone. Let's go to 29. There is a reason why Lamech comes. Lamech comes as a prophet. And he lived a very prophetic age. And he. Uh, uh, go to 28 please. Lamech lived 182 years. And had a. Son at 182, and he called his name Noah. Now, what did he do? He said, This one will comfort us concerning our work and the toil of our hands because of the ground which the Lord has cast. So, the reason why the genealogy exists is so that Lamech can introduce Noah with a prophetic mantle. So Noah is not just another child. He's a prophetic seed released because something demonic is about to attack the earth. But there is a man born in a season as a deliverer in that season of attack. Noah. And he's the one to deliver us. And after he begot Noah, he lived 595 years and had sons and daughters. So all the days of Lamech were 777. That is 777. Whatever the man gave birth to was a reciprocity of his number. It was a perfected covenantal seed called Noah. That is Lamech. Are we together? Now, chapter 5 of Genesis prepares us for the scene of chapter 6. Because between chapter 6, 7, and 8 of Genesis, we are introduced to very radical things that happened. 
Now continue. Now, everybody read. How do men multiply the channel of sex? Is that okay? And now daughters were born to them. Now, the probability of the seed having checked in is very high. And the only weapon in the enemy is to divert and attack sex. So in the generation of Noah, sex must be misused. Okay, look at everybody read. The sons of God did what? So we are looking at two species. The species of men. There is a reason why they are called the daughters of men. And there is a reason why they are called the sons of God. Now that name son is a direct interpretation that means a direct creation of God. That's why God does not have sons and daughters. The day you got born again, you became the son of God. Why? You became a direct creation of God. Not by the will of men, but by the Holy Ghost. Are we together? So now the language sons of God. Bel Elohim. That's the original Hebrew word. I think I got it right. So these sons, they fell in love with the daughters of men. So we are looking at what we call an infiltration of gene do I call it gene no different species because you have a species that is man but another species is about to show up on board. Are you following me? And the only gate of entry was sex. I did a research because this particular scripture bears a lot of debate. These sons of God were, were beyond what we might call fallen angels. When you go by their original definition, the Baal Elohim, it literally means these are people that had human features. And they had the capacity of intercourse. When you go to other interpretations, there are people who believe these are angels. And angels neither marry nor can they have desires. But this is different. That is why they had the ability to have affection with the daughters of men. And when you begin to read this prophetically, the Bible says, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be before the second coming. Now we are interacting with the days of Noah. What was the days of Noah? One of the characteristics was interference with the original genetics of human species. Yeah, I know I sound like I'm taking a biology class. In the last days, knowledge shall increase, and that means we can dig deeper. What is the world studying today? The world is reading what they call genetic modification. It has begun on a very subtle space called GMO, food. How we can trigger the genetics of maize and have maize that does not have jam, maize jam. 
Meaning that you can't plant it, but it is maize. Even the banana you eat, you guys are fighting JMO. The banana we eat is a genetically modified. The original banana had seeds. This one we eat is GMO. They altered the genetics. And right now in the world of science, the, the global thinkers are not thinking titration. It's only in Kenya where our students are busy with titration. The globe is no longer thinking titration. Jesus. You do titration four years and then you're introduced to a microscope in campus four years and you walk in Nairobi thinking you're a graduate. You are a 15th century intellect. You've not caught up with 21st. There is a city in Dubai called, there is a building called the city of the future. They have extrapolated how the world will be 71 years later. They are looking at how will 2071 be. We went there and were told it is booked until 15th February. I wanted to see the psychology. And they are saying the Arab nation is financing scientific fantasies. <laughs> yeah. Because Saudi Arabia is building a city which will not have cars. They will be having flying cars. Those things we see them in cartoons. I remember when we were in high school, there are days we used to fantasize and say, imagine if there are days when people cannot come to class and we are running through computer. Because we're in a boarding school, now when COVID came, I smiled. I said, so that day was not in the future. Some of you are doing masters on Zoom. In, in an American university. Uh, my speaking. That was you doing that out to know that you are Naka degree. No likafanya juya ba. Branch of your university likwa juya ba. And the only people who celebrate your degree is your mother. Because in their day, degrees were valuable. In our day, it is a black gown. Yeah. As if it's prophesying doom. philosophy to Aristotle. The world, these things, nothing new under the face of the sun. Have you seen this movie whereby they are showing? I saw it uh, on the advert a child that has eagle's wings. Yeah, it's a child, and so people are looking at that child in the, in the, in the beach and they're like, oh, what an amazing thing. There is one that they were creating. There is a mouse that was created with human ears. It looks very imbalanced. You can imagine a mouse. How small it is and it has human ears. And so they are, they are, they are talking about how men are trying to play God. And, and one of their arguments is that domestication is also against the human, I mean the animal nature. So what they are thinking is to develop pigs that have human hearts. And grow sheep that have human blood. So we don't need blood transfusion. You just have a hundred pigs. So if you need type O. We say these are the type O sheep. So we are no longer doing sheep for, for mutton. 
and you have cows for kidneys. So that now we begin to do organ harvesting. And they are calling it the, the it's there. You can even Google. They are there. People have tried these things. This is the imagination. It's called genetic. When God is watching from heaven, there is a time when his sons fell in love with the daughters of men. But the idea was to compromise the genetics of man. Because a seed must come, which is human. It is not half animal, half man. That seed is coming to redeem man. Part of the cures they were saying is, if this thing continues, and they have shown you, you know, movies like The Wolf, they, they begin to say, you, 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 you have a genetic infrastructure of a wolf, but you are a man. So you, when you are angry, you react like a wolf. So if Pastor Roni kills me and he's taken to the court of law, we don't know whether to take him to jail or to the zoo. Because he has wolf reactions. But he's human. So who are we convicting? So they are calling it the legal, the, the legal charity. Am I speaking to anyone? This is... This, when we talk about the Bible being a prophetic accurate book, this is the reality. That they were beautiful and they took... Now, let's begin to see what happened. Look at three. Remember, these sons of men also is believed they, they are the ones who came with their all infrastructure of lectures of the realm of the spirit. It is believed these are the pioneers of witchcraft and divination because they came from a realm that is not of man. And they began to deal with man from his realm. So there was intelligence of another realm. And the Lord said, My spirit shall not strive with man forever. For he is indeed flesh. Yet his days shall be one hundred and. So the first thing was to cut short the life of man. Look at four. Everybody read. Some version called them the Nephilims. Men of renown. Can we dig? Yes? Yeah. Now, <laughs> so we begin to see there were giants. So by the time Goliath shows up, um, it's not a surprise. The world was not strange to giants. In fact, there was a whole community called the, the, the community of the Anakims. That was a community of giants. When Joshua said, no, Caleb said, give me my mountain. I know we always make that prayer. He was told, but the tribe of the Anakims are the ones who live there. He said, it doesn't matter who live there. What I know by covenant, this is my mountain. I believe it's Joshua 14. The, that was the generation of giants. Are we together? I know to some of you this is the first time, so I need to go slowly. Now, the second thing here we begin to see is that those who are the mighty men who are of old, men of renown. That means these men could not be forgotten. And when now we move into our day and begin to study the days of Noah, that God tells Noah to build a facility bigger than the Titanic. 
Now let's have a conversation. It tells you the architectural design. The architects were real. The engineering mindset was in another level. And listen, the men saw Noah building the ark, but they just thought he's doing another big project in Dubai. Because doing projects of this caliber don't scare us. I know you read the Bible, the days of Noah, and you think there were only eight people in the whole world. Some pre-flood data say the world had almost six billion people. It's only that the Bible focuses on a narrative of one family. Hallelujah. Ebook ni deep. Sasa ndo tunaanza kukakula. Najua mnapenanga pale na Yesu akapita. Akaambia Batimayo kipofu. Simama. Siku ya leo simama. Ambia jirani simama. Ambia jirani biashara ita simama. Ndoa ita simama. Watoto wata Ma shule ita sema simama simama simama. Ah. Now we are dealing with real matters. Once in a while you need someone who can tell you see mama it's part of us. But once in a while we also need to go back and begin to dissect some few matters. I'm taking my time so that we can all be on the same page. Is that okay? So, so that begins to tell you the, the, the architectural work, the engineering work, the, the workforce that was needed for this particular project must have been a very advanced workforce. So we, we, and the people never looked as if they were surprised. Because it looked like the level of innovation in that day was so high that Noah just looked like a man who was just pioneering another crazy project. Because if this was something to take their attention, they would have come to where he is and listened to his message. But in fact, the people mocked him. And, and, and this man of renown, this man of renown, when you go to deeper spirituality, you'll begin to hear there are forces that inspire men in dimensions of creativity. The spirit of this nature has not died. When we were in Bush Khalifa, that building, because we had to go for it, when we were coming down, they have a lift that goes for more than a hundred floors in less than one minute. So we are inside there, and then they begin to play a video. And they say, this has nothing to do with the tallest building. This has everything to do with the spirit of man and the pride of man. I left that area, I said, Nebuchadnezzar. <laughs> because he's the one who built the city and said, am I not the one who has done all this? So the point of Nebuchadnezzar was majesty and power. Just to look at the city. I told you, when you begin to read history, you'll understand the psychology of the world. So, there are intelligences that are demonic. And those intelligence can, you see, you need a man in the realm of men to begin to transfer some dimensions of intelligence. There are demons that even carry historical intelligence. They are able to predict things that are going to happen. 
there are innovations that are a hundred like if you ask me whoever came up with atomic bomb that is not the holy ghost whoever came up with guns it's not the holy ghost you can't tell me he was praying in tongues no there something jumped on a person and gave them wisdom on how men can destroy themselves in fact the father of modern science is called tesla that's why the first electric car is called tesla you go and study tesla he saw what the atomic bomb did and decided to hide his formulas because he's the man that came up with the formula the patent of the atomic and many other weapons of war were pioneered by that man no one knows some people say the parents were scottish missionary no one knows his origin he's the man that said whoever decodes the mystery of three six and nine that man has the formula of the world and he said that is the pattern of the pyramid three six and nine he said it's mathematics and that is the formula of computer error because all the numbers between one to nine they are a multiple of three six and nine and past nine you enter into a duplicity of one to nine so when you see numbers running it's zero six those are the numbers it's a it's a okay sour let me come back to church Bonus if you so the man wrote and said whoever decodes the mystery has the formula of the world and he's the one who came up with the the mobile phone technology because he's the one who pioneered the remote system that you can see here and their frequencies and that is what was studied and then they patented it into the mobile phone so they knew you can talk now these are men of renown i'm just trying to talk about men of renown now are you seeing why when we begin to talk about the holy ghost we are not talking about tongues we are talking about men that can rise to challenge the wisdom of men of renown ah. you know you, you know we have been put as a bunch of intercessors who pray and feel good but there are tables we can never sit on there is a light that comes upon men when the spirit sits upon them and they now begin to operate with the intelligence of the divine we have not seen what god can do with the mind that is subjected unto him men submit their minds to demonic inspirations this is where now we begin to have innovations that are birthed out of the womb of the spirit but you see we have allowed the world to set up the pace they sing then we copy they dance then we copy they do things then we copy when you discover the power that god gave us it's only that we tied the holy spirit to tongues and sensation of falling yeah. holy ghost fire fall hi this is ah. you mean all god can do is to make you fall that in eternity past jesus can look and say i, I give you the holy ghost i am going but he's coming it's better for me to go that he may come so that all you can do in a service is shake then fall no i believe it is more than that but because we have decided to put him in that parameter he's seeking for them that can desire him more Men of renown, I'm about to finish. Now, look at this man. Now, let me explain why Noah had to be preserved. Now, the Bible says, among all the men, 
there was no one righteous than Noah. But later we begin to see he was the first man who opened up breweries. How Noah pioneered the technology of alcohol, we don't know. So, Walevi. Baba wa mzinga ni Noah. Watu wanafaa kumpe credit. Yes, EABL. Noah ndo walikuja na formula. He was the first drunkard. After the floods, the man threw a bash, a real one. He beat a few. <laughs> and, and he drank and became naked. And we begin to see the first drunkard messed up a generation. Because he cast his children. What he did not know, God had delegated the mantle of beginning a new breed afresh. So out of his drunken status, he had to, he had to twist the destiny of a generation because of alcohol. Someone said, be sensitive what you do after the floods. Before the floods, Noah was an intercessor. 120 years preaching the gospel. And you can begin to see, for 120 years, only 8 people and their family members, they are the only ones who heard his message. It tells you how it will look like in the end times. There will be so much grace for men to repent, but they will look at them preaching and think they have missed it. People look at us who are born again and they think ile kuhata tumehata. Nani alikwambia God ako? Na kama God ayuko. Wewe jibambe uko miangu tutaokoka baadaye. We look as if we are wasting time. And you can see for more than 2000 years we are still preaching Jesus. And a generation is asking kwani ataka how long? It is as language of grace. That men will hear the gospel and there will be grace for God to hold his wrath. But a time will come when God now has to do what he has to do. Is someone getting me? That's why we are preaching the gospel. People are insulting us. We are preaching the gospel. But a time will come. And Noah was righteous not out of conduct. But out of seed. He's the only man whose genetics was not altered. By the sons of God or the daughters of men. The only man that could continue with the procreation of humans. Not a collaboration or a mixing of sons of God and daughters of men. The only man that had pureness of seed. And that's why the Lord said, and Noah was righteous. And that's why the Lord now could partner with Noah to continue with the agenda. What does that tell you? A whole generation perished because of sexual alteration. Ah. Ah, that's a serious matter. That only eight carried the original seed because the, the speed of the sons of God interfering with the daughters of men, the genetic manipulation was so high. Do you know what they are doing with this LGBTQ? They are now setting up labs whereby men can now go and donate their semen and begin to do what they are calling semen fusion. That we can come and hire a womb. I go take my semen there. You, you, we, we, we buy an egg and then we hire a womb and some of these are lab children. Some can even grow in an artificial womb. Now that is out of the pattern of life as it was in the days of Noah. 
and already they have this lab set up so that now you can be two gays but have children but now that child has no identity because my daughter has my DNA and she has the DNA of the mother I, I don't know if you're getting it so someone there was even that thing on the newspaper that a certain sperm dominant has to be stopped because he's now advancing incest. He has donated more than 80,000. So there are people walking around. Maybe if that man has generational curses, you can imagine how many children. Am I speaking to a generation? So we begin to see the enemy does not see sex as pleasure. In the end time, sex will be a tool in his hand. Perversion, diversion, killing a generation and if possible, wiping it away. So the Lord saw Noah that he was righteous and out of Noah, the Lord could begin another generation. And out of Noah, now the other generation came forth, which is now where Abraham came. Are we together? Because after, after Noah, we come to the floods, the rains come down, the vessel is lifted, the water come down, the Lord shuts the vessel, they get out, and life begins. And after that, we're introduced to Abraham. And look at Abraham. He has a covenant with God. But the Lord uses the gate of sex. I mean the devil. And the first thing, Abraham sleeps with Haggai. And the Lord must visit him to correct the matter and tell him, no, it's by Sarah. And the day in Genesis 18, after the womb of Sarah was opened <laughs> and the restoration of the vibrancy of the life of Abraham was restored. Genesis 20, they go to a king who takes Sarah. Let's read Genesis 20 verse 1. The Lord entered in that bedroom and said the king you are a dead man i have just opened her womb i know how the first seed was hijacked that womb cannot accommodate another seed it's either isaac is there the genesis 20. even the one on the machine has gone on strike or they are writing notes okay so, someone there genesis 20 because i want you guys to read then we pray uh, prof that guy is not there i think he has gone for can someone jump on that machine? Just give me Genesis 20. I'm not reading another scripture. I think the guy has had enough. <laughs> Everybody read. And Abraham journeyed from there to south and dwelt between Kadesh and Shur and stayed in Gerar. Somebody say Gerar. Yes. Aha. Go to two. The next verse. You're doing a good job. The way you began. Now... Abraham said, his wife, she's my sister. And Abimelech, king of Gerar, sent and took Sarah. This is after Genesis 18. The womb of Sarah is open. The Lord has said, tomorrow such a time. So her ovulation are back. <laughs> because the Bible says that she, she had a dead womb. So her womb came back. Her system of reproduction came back. So you are dealing, and maybe on this day, maybe she was ovulating. Don't joke with the devil. And this is the day when they are going, and Abraham tells the wife, as we lied to the king of Egypt, even Abimelech. But everybody read. 
Are you seeing? The Lord had to interfere with a date. I feel like talking. Fair imekuliwa. This is Genesis 20 verse 3. In your mind you had prepared to fornicate. It was a scheduled program. Even you are not playing worship. You are getting a, a secular. You are, you are getting a mood of backsliding. 12.59. Muteja. And you get mad. What you didn't know. It was deliverance. You are a dead man. Because of the woman whom you have taken for she is a man's wife. Not a sister. So whatever you do sir. But what was God doing? Preserving the womb of Sarah. Because he saw what Abraham did with Haggai. This is a second chance. He can't mess it up. At 99, God does not have time to wait for Sarah. And now he says, look at four. He tells the man, you have to release that woman. Hallelujah. There are deaths that are collapsing tonight. Because of the preservation of your life. But Abimelech had not come near her. Meaning that there were plans. And he said, Lord, will you slay a Russia's nation also? The Lord began to negotiate. Because the man was standing on righteousness. You can't judge me. The man said, he's, he, he's my brother. He's my, she's my sister. Look at five. Did he not say to me, she's my sister? And she even, she herself said, he's my brother. In the integrity of my heart and innocence of my hands, I've not done this. So, who you are a dead man. Hey. So, uh, yeah, continues. <laughs> See what God said. And God said to him in a dream. Yes, I know that you did this in the integrity of your heart. For I also with. Uh, I, meaning that God can withhold a man. You have your plans. You have your agendas. But because there is a plan of God over your life. He can withhold you. And say my son no. I know the body is burning. But you are a prophet in my hands. The holy eyes can never see in the spirit. If your body is wasted. So God can look at a woman. And say I know yes you want a man. But in the court of eternity. You are an intercessor. And that's why I must withhold you for now. Because if you enter there you are a dead man if you want there you are a dead woman i want to declare tonight may the lord withhold us as a generation whatever is not of him whatever is not of the father he that has the power there is an area we enter and we know we are vulnerable there is an area we can get into and know we cannot survive lord tonight hold my life hold my appetite hold my desire somebody make that prayer personal there is a God that can withhold there are possibilities of Zion upon your life there are mantles upon your life there is an ordination upon your life there is a hand that can withhold a man begin to surrender your life to him this generation will not 
be like the generation of Noah. We cannot be wiped away. We cannot be wiped away. Sabila, Kobelia Zabaya, Rekentelebria, Kaporia Zaparatosia. Lord, withhold me as a young man, as a young preacher. Withhold my desire. Withhold my appetite that I may not sin against you. Withhold me, Para Zokataya Baroda, Leperia Katoria. Somebody make that prayer from the genuineness of your heart, from the depths of your heart. Belomena Kapaya, Seliba Labaya, Rakobedia Bara, Zokotolobo, Bela Satoria, Belumina Katayama, Sobia Baranto Libra, Esepre Ketosia. Withhold a generation, withhold a generation, withhold a generation, withhold us, oh Father. Listen, this is what I'm hearing in the Holy Ghost. The reason why the Lord had to withhold this man from sinning, he said, From sinning against me, therefore, I did not let you touch her. It was because of the purposes of God upon the family of Abraham. Oh my goodness, it was the purposes of God. I want to declare over your life because of the purposes of God over your life. May the hand of the Father begin to hold you back, may the hand of the Father pull you back, may the hand of the father pull you back in the name of Jesus there are relationships men get into and they became like an assassination of assignment there are covenants and dealings that people enter into and they become like a covenant of death I want to declare under this anointing it is not about what you have done in the past tonight you can begin a new chapter tonight you can pursue and say Lord I know what I carry I know I'm a prophet I know I'm an intercessor I know the dealings upon my life I now permit you let thy hand withhold me from sinning Lord I give you the permission any relationship that is not of the father any relationship that is not of God relationship that keep putting you back because of the assignment of God over your life we are calling you out we are calling you out let the yokes of darkness let the yokes be broken any order any ordinance that is not of the father relationship with married men relationship with the people that do not have any benefit over your life I call you out relationship with married women I call you out because of the purposes of God because of the purposes of God because of the purposes of God anyone that pursues you with a different agenda let the yoke be broken let the yoke be broken let the yoke be broken the Lord is releasing grace tonight people are getting out is someone getting me oh my goodness this is what I'm hearing loudly in my spirit 
this is a moment of destiny for people that have genuine call with the father some people the problem is that you tied yourself to something you know that you know this is not of the father but you don't know how to get out tonight the hand of the father that can pull men out and with old men that hand is coming upon your life because tonight you are giving him permission to deal with every matter that he never began in your life any relationship that is not of God any relationship that you have tried to get out with your own ability and you have never made it tonight I declare the grace of the father the anointing that breaks the yokes is coming upon your life you are getting out I say you are getting out you are getting out it is a moment of destiny it is a moment of destiny some of you it is a moment of destiny I'll be very specific and I'm not telling this particular person to come here but I hear there is a lady in this meeting with a very heavy prophetic and intercessory mantle it's upon your life but there is a spirit of married men that keeps on disrupting your life you know the truth but you don't know how to get out the lord has called you so, and you know you know i don't need to be here the lord is telling me this is a moment of destiny what do i mean by a moment of destiny it may not necessarily take your power the holy spirit is intervening the lord is saying i want to guard this daughter with a jealousy daughter with a jealousy because of the investments upon her life the way she has been taking is not the right way tonight the grace of the father is coming heavily upon your life the one that can withhold men from sinning is pulling you out because of the mandate upon your life and the assignment upon your life Salaba la sobe la mina, akombedila barasco bia balaros, ebeleno mina kataya, zeli pari kataya, soke beledo zibadataya. I pray for you in every area of your weakness. I pray for you, people that have struggled with masturbation. I pray for you, people that have struggled with fornication. I pray for you, people that have struggled with promiscuity. The spirit of the hour is already pursuing you lgbtq is already pursuing you tonight let this be a moment of destiny i say let this be a moment of destiny wherever you are let the hand of the enemy be lifted over your life let the hand of the enemy be lifted over your life be delivered at this hour be delivered every spirit of lust every spirit of womanizing every spirit let that last leave you it is a moment in destiny it is a moment in destiny listen i'm hearing this word loudly the lord is telling me it is not by their efforts they have tried they have failed it is by them giving me access listen god is a gentleman god can watch a man struggle but until a man come to the place of surrender 
and tell him Lord I now permit your hand to hold me and take me out of anything that is not of you I made that prayer and I lost that relationship mm, it's not easy but I rather let the hand of God hold me than be held by the hand of men because there is a peace I need in my life I am tired of praying the same prayer all along I am tired of making two steps then going back I know where I need to be in the spirit how long will this yoke hold me down how long will this matter some of you we don't have a prayer issue we don't even have a, 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 an issue with knowing scriptures and revelation this looks like a bondage that anytime you want to journey in the spirit it keeps on pushing you back you know you are a prophet but your eyes can never see because something keeps on pinning you down and the devil keeps on preaching I'm hearing this words it's a moment of destiny some things are turning around in this environment it is a moment of destiny for some of us yokes are being broken chains are falling the grace of the father that keeps men in salvation that grace is coming upon you I remember one time a lady shows up with her bags in my house and that was not even my house because we thought we were planning to get married and 90% of the staff in that house wow, belonged to her she came with a bag and told me I'm not in good terms with my father and so I came here and I stand here as your pastor and I tell you I began to live in sin I'm in this two bedroom house I know whatever is happening is wrong but I can't get out because I, I, I don't know where to go I, my money everything things were not working out I went to Kitui the Lord asked me one question which one do you prefer to live in a two bedroom house with sofa sets TV with all the luxury without my presence or live and sleep on the floor uh, in a one room but still have my presence then the scripture came in my spirit and I remembered when David messed up he said Lord he never contended even for the throne he said Lord if anything can happen let thy spirit not depart from me some of us tonight that needs to be a prayer David never said Lord preserve the throne because I'm useless when I'm not a king he realized if I'm a king without your spirit I saw what the spirit did to Saul when the Holy Ghost left Saul he was on the palace but tormented tonight somebody must make a decision and tell the Lord Lord let me lose this luxury let me lose this lifestyle but let thy spirit never depart from me Lord I can lose all any door that has opened I don't need a man I don't need a woman to navigate my life I need you Holy Ghost oh Lord you can take away everything but let thy spirit 
not depart from me let your spirit not depart from me you can take away the boyfriend take away the girlfriend take away the relationship take away the covenant take away the house take away everything but one thing Lord let thy Holy Ghost let thy spirit let your spirit be upon my life let your spirit be upon me let thy spirit not depart from my life that is my prayer I rather lose the throne I rather lose my fame I rather lose everything but let the Holy Ghost not depart from my life hallelujah oh Jesus let me tell you we are nobodies without the Holy Ghost ah what, what does it benefit a man to live in a mansion three bedroom yet they are suicidal because every time that sugar daddy comes in a part of you is ripped off what does it benefit a man to drive a guzzler in the streets of Nairobi yet a woman has kept you you don't have the integrity and the liberty as a man what does it benefit me if every time I mess up with my girlfriend I cannot pray again I rather lose that life but let the power of the Holy Ghost let it not depart out of me listen I'm not just preaching to you I'm preaching to the atmosphere of Nairobi because this is a territorial hijacking spirit young men are being hijacked young women are being hijacked our generation is almost becoming extinct people no longer want to get married they want the life they want the benefits of marriage but they don't want the institution of marriage they want sex but they don't want the vows they want sex but they don't want children they want sex but they don't want responsibility no there must be a change in the atmosphere there must be a change the spirits that control our thinking there must be a shifting we are releasing this as a territorial sound in Kenya let there be a change a generation will not go extinct hallelujah receive the grace from Zion may we receive the grace to stand and withstand pastor is this possible to be holy and young yes pastor what do I do when I fall rise up wipe the dust and continue with the journey don't stay fallen a ship does not sink because it is out of water a ship will sink when it perpetually stays in water a man does not sink when he's trying to get out of water a man will sink when he stands in the middle of water receive the strength tonight to get out and you will not sink every assignment prophets assignments of zion they will not be hijacked you are fulfilling your agenda hallelujah hallelujah turn to that neighbor tell that neighbor neighbor it is possible to be beautiful and abstain tell that neighbor neighbor it is possible to be handsome and abstain tell that neighbor neighbor it is possible to have fun and abstain hallelujah hallelujah 
hall. Don't walk out of this hall guilty. Walk out of this hall ready. The past is the past. Open a new chapter and say, I need a new chapter. And I'll fight in prayer until I become the man and the woman that created me to be. Let me tell you, it's not just a desire. It's an end time spirit. So it's beyond just people wanting sex. It is a spirit. It's like among all the weapons the devil had paraded, he realized the first century, I'll fight them with theological arguments. Second century, I'll fight them with Luther versus Catholic, fourth century, fourth, fifteenth. The other one, I'll fight them with science. But when the end comes, I'll create channels called TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, Telegram. And then I'll release the Lord of Lust and pour it on a generation. And when they try to turn to TikTok, it's sex. They turn to news, it's sex. They try to listen to radio, it's sex. Then sexualize them and then manipulate them. But if Seth was born, also God can say, in that time, another seed will be born that will make men call upon my name. Hallelujah. And I believe this is the third generation. Hallelujah. Amen. Allow me to make this prayer as an altar call of salvation. If you're there and you want to receive Jesus, I discovered many people watch one day I was preaching and as I was walking out a lady came and stopped me on the aisles and told me I want to receive Jesus I said I failed because we assume that everyone who comes is born again some people come and they say today is my day I'll get born again is there anyone just lift up your hand I want to pray with you is there anyone please two minutes nobody's walking out just two minutes this is an eternal transaction is there anyone you want to get born again thank you my sister is there anyone thank you my brother oh my goodness if only if only we can help them quickly to come to the front if you're there if only we can help them quickly let's celebrate this man even if you're there even if you are there and you are saying pastor tonight I want to rededicate my life to Jesus run to the altar quickly run run it is a night of restoration destinies are being restored you cannot live in guilt all the, your life turn around turn around turn around is there anyone else please run to the altar run to the altar we don't have time to sing run to the altar this is the day of salvation. Run to the altar. Ah, he's here to save. He's here to restore. The joy of salvation is coming back. Is there anyone else? Anyone else? Anyone else? Thank you, my sister. Run, run. Salvation is now. Salvation is now. Is there anyone else? Oh Jesus, only Him can save. Only Him can save. Those who are standing here didn't call you to feel guilty. I called you so that the life of the Father can be perpetually rested on you. Just lift up your hands. Let's help them. Even those who are watching online, you're there. You want to give your life to Jesus. I want you to help them make this prayer. Say, Lord Jesus, tonight, willingly, 
I come to you knowing that I'm a sinner in need of a savior and tonight I submit my life under you Lord and I declare from today you are the Lord and the savior of my life from tonight I am born again I belong to Jesus when the trumpet sounds let me be among the saints thank you Jesus for saving me father no one comes unto you unless called by the father and these ones are here because they have responded to the cry that is within them preserve them shield them protect them and in the days of their ignorance I know it is white restore whatever they lost let this be a new dawn over their lives in the name of Jesus we have prayed may God bless you Pastor Eugene oh Pastor Holy Ghost amen well God bless you what's your name yes Annette this is that this man will take your number and your phone and your name what's your name Jenny wow Annette Jenny what's her name Mary that's the Holy Ghost from today that will be your status joy Mary God bless you what's your name oh Victor he was a Muslim is now a believer hallelujah may God bless you Walk with you, you can give your number there. What's your name? Yes, Eunice, Liz, Chris, Grace, yes, Lois, CH, Chris. Oh, wow, Chris, hey, that's a new one. May God bless you and welcome. Church, let's celebrate the Lord. Hallelujah. And now I declare the blood of Jesus over your life. I declare may the Lord perfect that which concerns your life. May the Lord answer every whisper and every cry that is in your heart. In this weekend and long weekend, I announce preservation. Even for them that will be traveling, you are safe on the roads. I announce as you walk out of this hall, you will not be mugged, you will not be gajat, nothing will happen to you. And I announce preservation over your life in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen.